everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of Granite Town Media's Inside Milford. My name is Tim Finan, and I will be your host for today's episode. Our guest this week is Milford's new town administrator, John Shannon. Due to the uh, COVID-19 situation, we're re- currently recording this episode remotely. Uh, John is in his office at the town hall, I can tell because I can see him. We're also on Zoom so that we can see each other. I see he's sitting in his office. Uh, I'm sitting across town in my basement right now. Uh, but we'll see. We'll do our best. But anyway, so thank you, John, for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you asking me. Thank you very much. So this is, uh, it's, it's funny because when I was writing little notes here on, on what I wanted to say to you, I was trying to figure out how long you've been here. And uh, it, it's it's only been like, what, eight weeks or something? Or is it been, how long you've been yeah, here? Yeah, my, my first actual day on the job was January 27th. So what's that okay. make it uh, two months and a little bit now? <laughs> So, but it, I don't know about you, but it feels like you've been here forever for me. <laughs> I tell you what, well, uh, under the circumstances, yeah, it's uh, time is sort of taken a different, different than what it usually would be. So yeah, uh, unusual. Yeah, exactly. but, uh, so Mark Bender, my predecessor, his last day was the 20th of February. So I've actually been, you know, kind of on my own or, you know, however you want to put it since, uh, uh, since February 21st or yeah, February 21st. So. Uh, which is right before it hit the fan, right? Right before things, uh, you know, got uh, different. We'll just, we'll put it that way. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's, okay. yeah, it, it got challenging quick. Yeah. So, um, as you know, cause I've talked to you about this since you started, we wanted to do an, an episode just to introduce you sure. to the town. Um, uh, so we'll kind of do a little bit of that, but obviously we need to talk about what's going on, um, with all this COVID-19 yeah, stuff. Uh, but but we'll we'll try to get a little try to get both in there. So let's just start a, a little bit with an introduction. So why don't you just give us a little bit of background where where you're from? Um, you know how how'd you get to Milford? Yeah, okay. That all so uh, originally, uh, I don't know some some people might be able to tell or not. I'm from uh, Tennessee, so small town, not unlike Milford in uh, West Tennessee. Town's called Dyersburg, so it's about almost exactly same size. It looks very similar, except. Uh, uh, so that's where I grew up, went to college, uh, went to university of Tennessee in Knoxville for undergraduate and then university of Memphis for graduate school. And then, uh, uh, once, uh, finished my master's, uh, I ended up on staff for Senator Bill Frist, who's one of the two United States senators from my home state. So I was on his staff for about five years, uh, working out of the Memphis field office. So I was in charge of 10 different counties in West Tennessee. So, um, obviously, so was that like a political position? I, it like wasn't to... a, a political point. Basically I was hired. So I was a hired, hired staff. Okay. So it's not, uh, I worked for, a, for a politician, but I was not a politician. So it wasn't a political appointee. It's so all state and even our senators here, they'll have offices in the state to help constituents with, uh, if they need help with the VA or okay. health and human service, you know, whatever it might be. So basically just, so when they're in Washington, they have some, somebody back home kind of minding the store, I guess, good way to put it, but, um, and representing their interest in the state and also being able a conduit back to DC while, while they're home, uh, back in DC, you know, doing their job. So interesting job. So I did that for five years, um, had towns that were small as a few hundred up to, you know, Memphis, which is, if you take the whole area, uh, you know, well over a million. So it's, uh, a lot of a lot of different kind of stuff. So, uh, but interesting. And then from there, uh, I joined the United States Navy. I uh, was sworn in in January of 2002. Uh, got was commissioned into the Medical Service Corps, 
of the U.S. Navy. So basically, it's uh, healthcare administration is the easiest way to explain it. There's a lot more to it than that, but um, that's the gist of it. So uh, did was in the Navy for 15 years, did uh, one deployment on a ship to the Gulf, and then uh, was in a combat hospital in Afghanistan for six months in uh, 2009. So other than that, you know, rotate around the different commands, so hospitals, clinics, that sort of thing. So, uh, and after, you know, so left the Navy, uh, first time I, that we actually had uh, a choice of where to go, uh, wasn't having somebody tell me where I was going to live. So we took, kind of took a flyer, uh, moved out West. I took a job with, uh, uh the public, basically the, the health district out in Clark County, Nevada. So it was Las Vegas. So, uh, we tried that. My wife immediately, my wife, Amy, my beautiful wife, who I have to mention, just put up with a lot, <laughs> especially the last couple of years. Uh, she instantly did not like it. So I knew we were going to be leaving uh, rather quickly. So she did not like, did um, not like Las Vegas at all. And then Las- all, all <laughs> our families back, back East. So, uh, so our son is in Virginia beach. He's 23. He works there. Her parents are there. My parents are in Tennessee. Um, also have a sister in Illinois and one now in Tampa. So in their families, but uh, she wanted to get back East and uh, I did too. It just, I pictured living out West would be awesome, but I was thinking more Montana, Wyoming, kind of not, not, not <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, something we tried, you know, but we, since we didn't have any children in school or anything like that, you're, you have a little more flexibility, but uh, so uh, yeah. So started looking uh, was, you know, I, my master's was in public administration. I always thought I was going to go into uh city management or something along those lines. My internship was with the, with the city in Tennessee, city of Germantown. Uh, that's, that was my, going to be my career arc. But as you know, right out of college, you take whatever job you get. Mine just happened to be with a Senator. So, uh, that pulled mm-hmm. me off that, that track. So, but, uh, now we're back on it and we couldn't be happier. Uh, uh, we got lucky. I was, you know, as you do, you have your network and you reach out and different things you check on and saw this, this opportunity in Mirror in Milford and was just, that's, that's the one, you know, everybody's had that job. Mm-hmm. You see, it, it's like, Oh man, if we could only get this one. And, uh, we were, so this was something that you kind of, you know, from school, oh, yeah. you kind of were looking towards public oh, yeah. administration. I mean, I did okay. not look to go work for a U.S. Senator that just. Well, because I, I gotta be honest with you. I, you know, when I heard your name that you were, I went and looked you up sure. on LinkedIn and I'm looked at all your, your stuff. And it's like, well, what's this guy want to be a town administrator for? Cause there's nothing on there except the, your degree. Right. Like you said, you've sure. got a degree in public administration. So, so that's cool. So have you ever been up? Have you ever had, had you ever been to New I've, England or Milford? I've been or? to New England before, not Milford specifically. Uh, so Maine mm-hmm. and Boston and New Hampshire, cause Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire, I don't, I don't know if they still do, but oh. there used to be, and there might still be, but there was a Naval clinic in Portsmouth. And that was, uh, I actually, I think back when I first started, it was something I was interested in going there. They let you pick three places that they'll try to send you to, uh, if it mm-hmm. if it works out. But that one never worked out for me. So, uh, but I spent all my most of my career on the on the East Coast. So, uh, okay, yeah, there was a, there's a, the naval shipyard is yeah. still up there, but I think technically that's Kittery. I, uh, I think it's it's been. I think the the Supreme Court actually got involved oh, in that because it's that you know it was one of these things right in the middle of the harbor. Sure. You know. Where is the actual town line? And I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I'll trust you on that one. I, I don't know. I just, I know we used to have one there, but uh, whether it's yeah. still there, because they, they 
you know, with all the rearranging and everything they did, but uh, it might not, we might not have a clinic there in Portsmouth, but there, uh, but my wife, so Amy uh, went to middle school and high school in Connecticut. And wow. I can't, I asked her last night what the name is, something river, something deep river. Does that sound right? Is there a deep river, Connecticut? Deep river. I don't know. That might be wrong. You know, but... one of our former town administrators, the one before Mark Bender, Guy Scape was his name. He went to Connecticut. It was a, it was a two name town. I don't know if it had river in the name well, or not. I'll ask her. But he went down I'll, there. I'll ask her again, and I'm almost positive she'll tell me that wasn't right. Uh, but anyway, so Connecticut, at that part I do know is right. Um, so she she was very familiar with up here. It's a lot closer to our son and her parents. It was just, you know, it's everything she wanted. And and I was happy to go to a small town. Um, like I said, grew up in one. The opportunity was just amazing. And mm-hmm. uh Once so they, you know, I did an interview, initial interview, sort of like this, but I think it was Skype uh, with the board of selectmen, and then uh, they uh, they had me come in for an actual live interview, uh, which was in December of last year, so December nineteen, and came in, did that interview. Uh, So flew up and back within, you know, spent one night, and that was, you know, for the for the in the middle middle of the winter, winter. so you can see everything (laughs) as worse. So right, so uh, uh, but. Apparently this was a, a mild winter, so I didn't have to. It did snow while I was there, but, yeah. but uh, didn't dissuade me or anything. I loved snow. Uh, so and then you know, uh, got hired on. Was offered the position uh, right around Christmas time and jumped on it, obviously. Uh, and then uh, so Amy and I drove, got ready, drove out here in across country in January, and uh, like I said, got here. Finally made it on the twenty. 20- 6th of january so i guess that's that sunday i have to look and then uh yeah started on 27th then had three weeks of turnover with mark and uh then i uh, was left on wow. my own after that so <laughs> so 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 that's actually a good segue i didn't realize even though i did i just said that i did read your uh, linkedin mm-hmm. stuff so i did know it but i i didn't make the connection that you were actually were in public health administration yeah. you said right that was your your so it's a, a bit of a you know, good segue, sure. right? Well, uh, yeah. So I work. I still did administration, but uh, you're still in that world. And then when I was in the Navy, it was all healthcare administration. So one of my subspecialties within the medical service corps was uh, we did medical planning. So you're planning for different exercises or or uh, operations and that sort of stuff. And obviously, one of the ones we have you don't you don't practice it all the time is uh, ours was you know you you try to well if what if a you know, you do a 9-11 scenario, how, how are we going to react, how we do this, how we do that. So obviously bioterrorism is something that uh, people, mm-hmm. especially when uh, they were mailing the anthrax out in the late 90s, you know, that sort of stuff. So that's one yep. of the ones that they always uh, do and that sort of thing. So we, I don't, I never personally did one when it was an uh, actual pandemic like we're, we're going through right now. But uh, a lot of stuff obviously translates very well in uh, the, the planning part, but the, I, the best thing about it, and this has been my experience anywhere I've been, is just uh, who you work with makes your job a lot easier. And um, the the staff here that the town has in place, all from the from the BOS on down, they're outstanding. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, these are people that have chosen to do public service, and that's uh, commendable in its own right. But uh, yeah, they're just uh, I've been in, incredibly impressed by each and every one of them. Uh, all my department heads are fantastic. Uh, 
the the people that work in those departments are fantastic. I mean, uh, it makes going through something like this um, so much easier. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so sure. I mean, it, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. Anybody that's ever worked with other folks, if you know, if you're not one man, one woman show, that you know, the, the the type of people you work with makes your job a lot one more enjoyable and two a lot easier. So uh, I've been very fortunate. Uh, when it comes to that, the, the board of selectmen has been incredibly supportive of the, the town and its staff. And, um, and this, again, the staff's just stepped up in such a fantastic way. That's, you know, I couldn't ask for more. Yep. Yep. So that, that's a good, a, a, a good mm-hmm. segue into what's going on here with, sure. with the town. So w- when, when did you, like, when did it occur to you that this is something that you're going to have to get involved in? You know, it's not just right. So I think and you could have to look at the date, but I think in a January, I want to say very in a January, uh, president sorted limiting traffic, you know, limiting people coming back from, from Asia. So that's a little tick in your, you know, a little tick in your head, that sort of thing. And then, uh, I think, so you start looking around and say, all right, what's the town's, you know, does the town have anything in place for this type of scenario? Uh, most towns don't. I mean, I mean, what was the last huge mm-hmm. pandemic it was in, you know, 102 years ago with Spanish flu. Yep. So, but they have plans in place to handle, you know, usually they're the sort of catch-alls that you sort of just, so adverse weather, uh, you know, uh, terrorism is one that a lot of towns have now, active shooters, one a lot of places have now, Th- those sorts of things. And you, those plans are in place and you can sort of adjust them as you need to. Uh, the thing about a pandemic, especially when it starts overseas like it did, is there's ramp up time. So we, we have time to to get to get together and start figuring out how we're gonna how this is gonna look for us. So uh, really, you start thinking about so into January, and then I again I didn't officially take over from Mark until the 20th of February. So by then, you know it's getting you know starting to get real because then mm-hmm. now, not too long after that, all right, you know we're not there's no travel from Europe. I'll say, then you really, that really perks your ears up because you're, uh, you're like, wow, that's, you know, they're, you know, the UK and Germany and all these, you know, they have, their medicine is on par with ours and that sort of thing. And uh, right, so right. you start, okay, well, that's really going to be, then you start seeing Italy and everything that went on there. And then, uh, you know, when the NBA canceled its season, you know, right, was it March 11th, 12th, right? You're like, okay, we're, we're going to have to turn this on. So we've been all the department yeah. heads. We have our meetings, and the board of selectmen. Obviously, I meet with them. And we're talking this whole time leading up to that. So this is, you know, so you start. Who can work from home? Who can telework? Who are who are going to be our essentials? Uh, what are we going to do as far as do, you know? Are we shutting town hall down, or how's that going to look? Mm-hmm. So we had all that. You know, we're starting to figure all that out. So. Um, I sent. So can I just can yeah. I just back yeah, up a ahead, second? Please. Just so I'm just cu- I'm curious now. Milford does not strictly speaking have a board of health. I believe. No. I think I think the statute might say that in in if you don't have one, the board of selectmen acts in the behalf something like that. But so we don't have a board of health, but we do have a, a health. Yeah, officer. we have a health is officer. So and a, and an assistant. So that again uh, is Chief Flaherty. And, and Jason, and obviously they're in touch, and they have their their networks that they're already talking to. Because uh, uh, Chief Flaherty is also the emergency management director for the, right. for the city or for the town. Okay, so so we have an we have an emergency management director and a health officer, and it, it's fortunately the same it is person. In our case, yes. Okay. And then Captain Smedic obviously so, is helping him out 
the same right. ways. So they, are they the top of the chain? Are they the ones? I mean, obviously the selectmen and yourself are organizationally ahead of them, but are they kind of calling the shots? Uh, they're not calling the shots. So they're obviously, it it really has in, in Mike's, when we've gone through this, obviously uh, if chief needs to do something, he, you know, he obviously he keeps doing, he's the health officer, he's emergency management. So they're obviously way deep involved in all of this. And uh, he was, he was in on, he and, and the, uh, and, Captain Smedic were in on the calls that started with the EOC that the state set up. So the EO, the Emergency Operations Center for the state, so basically emergency state emergency management, they got they they started ramping up too. So um, so they were in on those calls. So we're st- we're still in those calls are still occurring right now three times a week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Um, and then there's also conference call on. Tuesday and Thursday that lean more to uh, the legal aspect. So meeting requirements, right to know that sort of thing. So I got, you know, there's five conference calls every week that. Uh, is it, So it's with the state. So like every town in New Hampshire is, is on these. I don't calls? know. I, I, well, I can't speak to that, but they're all, they all have <laughs> the capability of being on these calls. Usually when they're on, there's well over, you know, I don't, I don't know what number they usually say at the beginning of the call, but there's, you know, 85, mm-hmm. 90, 100, however many people are on. But this is, yeah, it's the state run. The governor has been on more than on more than one occasion to, to do his part and kind of kick off the meeting if he needs to, and then he turns it over to the state emergency management. Uh, so, so that's usually Ken, Jason, and yourself, I, probably? The three of us for sure dial in. And then uh, I know Chief Viola's been on, the police chief's been on them. Uh, uh, okay. the, the ambulance director is in on them, so... Um, Again, this is one of those cases where the more people that have the same information, the better off you are. So, but all of like our all of our first responders and their chiefs or director in the case of ambulance and even in in, in public works as well. Uh, you know, we're all trying to get the same information, so it's not uh, we're not playing a game of telephone at the end of it. So we're all hearing this thing live. Uh, obviously, you can mm-hmm. post questions. Um, the uh, so it's, it's, and we'll, you know, again, I got another one here in what an hour and 45 minutes. I'll be on that call for today because the, the governor issued some more, uh, some new emergency orders that, uh, that we'll mm-hmm. obviously discuss and, um, we'll have to, the board, you know, obviously I send them on to the board to make sure they have them as well. So, uh, and we'll see where that goes for us. So, so how involved are the selectmen right They're now? involved. So very involved. So, uh, they're obviously it's my job and they, they hired me and, and the other department heads to do the day-to-day stuff. Uh, but as far as, uh, policy goes and, and making the big decisions, obviously that's them. Uh, so mm-hmm. I've emailed with them. I, you know, I talked to the chairman this morning about a, a few things. So they're heavily involved, uh, as they should be. Uh, that's why they were elected. So but they haven't met yet, right? Well, they, I, I they, suspect they've had several non-publics. I'm guessing. Well, we haven't, not since, so we our last meeting was scheduled to be March 23rd. So the town went, so the governor issued his, you know, really state of mercy. It got issued. I want to say around then, right before around the 14th or so, I think when governor Sununu mm-hmm. did his, the town changed its, you know, how we're handling things and what our hours look like in town hall. Uh, so I sent a letter out to the staff on the 12th, kind of just explaining to them where we were, what was, what we were looking at just to keep them informed. Uh, and then I think we went and changed our hours 
here at Town Hall. I want to say on the 17th or 18th, right around there. So we went to where we are now. So we're sort of mm-hmm. our new normal is what I like to call it. So, you know, appointment only is to get in the building. People that work from home are. Uh, so we're doing a lot of stuff by phone, a lot of stuff by email, uh, that sort of thing. But uh, we haven't had an official board meeting since then. They haven't met in uh, in, in any fashion since then. So, uh, you know. That's interesting. Has the new selectman. Um, right. Uh, I, I know his name. Dave Friel. Uh, yeah. Dave Friel. <laughs> uh, has he, he, he must yeah, have sworn yeah, in. Yeah, you have 30 days after election. So, uh, and don't forget, uh, Laura had to come in too. So she was reelected. So she still mm-hmm. has to do her oath as well. So we, we, we right. that, we had other positions that were oaths had to be done. So, uh, you know, we're making sure we comply with all the state laws and everything. So it's, it's a little different. It's a little weird, but, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you do what you can, uh, again, this, uh, part of getting through something like this is just being flexible and adapting as best you can. Yeah, exactly. So are you in any communication with the feds at all? or is it? We just don't really state? do a lot through federal. So the federal office, we've had different, uh, we've been in contact with our congressional delegation. They've had a couple uh, conference calls, basically it's sort of explaining what the stimulus package is they think is going to look like. Cause I mean, it, that's what a week or so old by this point, the $2 trillion. Mm-hmm. What is New Hampshire going to see from that and that? But so the state deals with the, the federal level. And then obviously we're on with the state, like I said, about five times a week. And that's just the scheduled stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, we don't, the town itself does not deal with uh, any of the federal, other than our congressional delegations. Okay. Are you, so far, are you pleased with your communications with the state? Yeah, it's, it's been incredible. So they, they, you know, once they stood up the, the EOC and uh, obviously they have uh, the, I mean, it's all the stuff you see, you know, the stuff you see when the, the governor comes on in the afternoon, that's already been put out prior to that uh, a lot of the times because the states is doing an, it's doing a really good job of of keeping the, the, all the municipalities informed. Here's what's going on. Um, you know, we'll, we'll ask questions. They get us answers. If they don't have them right then, they'll, they'll make sure they put it out the, the, at the next, uh, next conference call, if not before that. So, um, yeah, this, this state's been incredibly Good. responsive. So I, I, again, I couldn't ask for more for, for being in this situation yep. of, uh, the, the partners that, that we have or have been doing a great job. Uh, you mentioned the stimulus, um, I'd forgotten about that because I think is I, I think I read or, or heard on TV that is there a component to that that actually will go to municipalities or is it strictly to people and businesses? Well, no, so the state itself, and I think this is right, and I hope it is. Is I believe they said we were going to get New Hampshire was going to get one point two five billion. That was initially what the number was. Now, I think they're still trying to figure out how that's going to look and who gets what and that sort of stuff. So. Is that over and above the twelve hundred dollars checks we we're talking yeah. that they're talking about, or is that I, part of it? I think that should be over and above. So that's the state. You know how they okay. broke it up? It's this much is for states, and this much is for. I that's our piece right. of this is how much is for states. Now I hope I'm getting this right. Uh, but again, it was it was you know they just put it out, and so last a week ago I guess it came out was a, was it about ten days ago, so the Friday before last weekend. Uh, so that whole weekend we're trying to figure out well what's this. You know, it's a 900 page mm-hmm. document, you know, or whatever it was. And so I don't know how it takes 900 pages for that, but it does. 
so trying to figure out, so there's going to be some stuff that's still getting worked out, whether it's uh, how, who gets what, how it gets there and that sort of stuff. So, uh, but again, uh, this, this, that'll come through the state. So our job is to work with the state to see how a lot of that'll, they'll look as far as the town of Milford goes, not individually, but as far as the town. Is the town at all involved with what's going on over the schools? Do you have any role in that I, at I all? don't. So the school system, obviously, as you know, is say they have their own board and they're doing their own thing. And so now not saying that you know, the school superintendent and I haven't spoken. So she called, she asked for a meeting way back in early March. And so uh, Chairman Daniels and I went over there. Chief Flaherty was there. Uh, Captain Smet- uh, Smedic, I mean, and some other folks. So she was getting the school the right folks from the school and the school board and the town sort of sit down and go sort of make sure we we're all on the same page. Cause, uh, and it was great that she did it. I'm going to say that was early. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say March 2nd, maybe that she did that. So it was wow. early on. I'd have to look at my calendar, but she, so she did that early on and made sure she, you know, they kind of knew what may or may not be coming. Um, you know, whether, are they going to close the schools down? Are they going to shut down a little bit? So it was all, it was part a little bit of that, but basically, you know, making sure we were all together and um, letting, you know, it's again, you're just you're looking at what are the possibilities, what might we be dealing with, and right. she was just she did. I'm I'm glad she did it, made sure we were all on the same page, and then sure enough, you know, Good. you'd look a week or so later, and the schools are closing down for a bit, and now it's now they're closed mm-hmm. down for the semester. So, uh, so I stay in touch with her, and uh, I stay in touch with uh, Kevin Stetson over at Water Utilities as well. Uh, and uh, with Betsy over at the library. I mean, there's, you know, we're all sort of in the same boat. We all have different responsibilities, yep. uh, but we're, you know, we all, you know, our interest is the Milford and the, and the people that live here. And uh, so we all have a little bit different responsibilities, but all the same goal. So uh, we try to stay in touch either mm-hmm. by email or by phone. Uh, but uh, so I, we don't have, okay. I, obviously I'm kind of rambling here, but I don't have any direct uh, say on what the, school does or the school system you know school board does but uh obviously you know we want to try to do things as in tandem as much as we can because uh whatever affects all the kids obviously then we have obviously that's going to have a direct result on the town and it's you know the, whether they're yep. parents that work here or uh or, or what have you so or exactly. the parks you know exactly yeah, well, well that's a good point do do any uh town employees oh, yeah. have kids okay so we can get to that afterwards. That's one of my topics I want to okay. get to is the town hall operations. But just to wrap up a couple of things for emergency services. Now, as you know, I'm talking to the three chiefs right. tomorrow. Um, so we'll get into the nitty gritty on what they're doing with mm-hmm. that. The uh, But from your perspective, um, things going well, emergency service, are they are they prepared? Yeah. Do they have what they need? They do. So, and, and you know, obviously, that's the big concern that we all have is, you know, we have what we need, but obviously that those supplies are finite. So uh, it's and as you you, know, you can watch the the news or read a newspaper or, or go online, and you can see that you know the shortages of supplies obviously hit a lot some areas a lot harder than us. Now we don't have a big hospital in town. We don't have uh, you know the the places where they're using up these supplies in a huge amount. Say like you know you know pick a big city. New York obviously is the one that comes to mind, or um, or Florida. Or, you know, all these cities where they've seen these huge spikes. So they're, they're going through PPE like crazy. Now we don't mm-hmm. have that, don't have that same sort of thing. So now we have to, you know, the, the, the chiefs are staying on top of that. Uh, uh, obviously the ambulance director 
he's he's the one I my, I worry about the most, right? Because his guys are constantly in contact. I mean, they don't go anywhere unless they're going to go. They're they're on a call, you know. They're going to go. They're right. out trying to uh, to help folks. Uh, so they're just by the nature of their job are making contact with somebody that you know is is ill or hurt. So um, so you know you obviously worry about them, but uh, Eric's done a great job. He's on top of it, just like Ken and, and Mike and uh, are. And so. Uh, but it's it's something that you you know you're always concerned about you know do we have enough where are mm-hmm. we going to get more if we need it but hopefully this the supply will you know start stabilizing a little bit uh, I mean it's just like uh, it's the analogy doesn't really fit but if you go to the market basket now or to the grocery you know looking for toilet paper today as opposed to what two and a half weeks ago it's a different story yep. because it's sort it's of it's calmed down the initial rush is over and. Uh, so we're we're sort of hoping you know that'll be the case, but uh, you know I talk to those guys obviously every day, so uh, we don't have any issues here in town as far as supply goes so far. So uh, mm-hmm. you know one of the there's three things that are really important when you come you know when you're doing this sort of stuff, uh, any sort of emergency management. So it's personnel, logistics, which is you know how do you get stuff and how you pay for stuff, and then and communications. So uh, you know we we knew that going in, so we were we're pretty, you know, we're pretty well prepared, but it's always something that stays in the back of your mind, though. Good. Now, were we, um, as you probably read as well, Aline Candles mm-hmm. here in town is making yeah. a bunch of, are they making masks or some doing, kind of people? Uh, They're doing something. Like, it face shields? M- might be. Yeah. Do you know, is is that going to be, is Milford going to be a direct beneficiary or is that like going to the state? and, and I don't know how they're doing that. So we actually, I had a meeting over at Aline Candles with our community development folks and, but they was, we were talking about transit. We were talking about totally different thing. And then obviously that was prior to the governor's order. You know, then everything starts changing, you know, how quickly it changed here. It was just day to day. You're waiting for whatever, what's the next thing that's going to be closed or what, you know, what's it going to look, what's Mm -hmm. tomorrow going to look like. So I know they were doing it and I don't think we're, I don't know how they're distributing that stuff. And that's a question better left to, to them. Uh, I don't know if it's they're just, you know, offering it up or they send it to the state has a central repository or whatever you want to call it, where they take it out and then they distribute throughout the state or wherever it's needed most. Or if they're selling directly to, to New York City or wherever, because uh, <clears throat> that I don't know how to. Because so, a lot of companies, have, uh, obviously, it's, I mean, you really haven't seen this since uh, World War Two when, you know, every production went from automobiles to planes and tanks and whatnot. So it's just the same sort of stuff. Yep. So. You see a lot of sporting good companies are doing the same thing as the lean candles and that sort of stuff. You know, anything where it sort of translates uh, uh, to make, whether it's gowns, face masks. And you see all these, you know, these, the citizens that are uh, people, these, you know, these people here in Milford, you can, Milford, you can look on the Facebook site and you see it. Uh, making oh, yeah. face masks or, or doing whatever they can to help. And, uh, you know, so it's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you great. see the best in people at, at, at times like these. And obviously you've seen, uh, people here in in here in town showing that it's, uh, you know it's taking care of their fellow citizens and that sort of stuff and it's just fantastic to see that sort of stuff so yeah it's great it, it kind of like uh, renews it your does faith, yeah it gives you, it know, gives you because, hope because yeah. you know the because you know the, the as as you probably know the the previous 
whatever almost a year was just like chaotic with school board craziness and yeah i heard and about it's that like everyone everybody seemed to hate each other and it was awful and then but then all of a sudden it turned on a dime yeah i I've split. I've heard about the, the school board and everything that went on there. So uh, elections, we got lucky though. I mean, the, the elections are behind us because there are a lot of towns that we just, just made under it the wire. As you know, I'm I'm one of the election I'm That's one right. of the election officials. So we we were talking about oh, that. I was Lord. like, wow, we just made it. I'm uh, so I'm also there's two associations. So there's the New Hampshire Municipal Association and then the municipal managers of new hampshire association or something one of those two i might I'm, i know that nhma i'm getting right but the other one so all these email strings and basically people doing the same job i'm doing all over the state and all these guys started asking on i started like my phone blew up on the 14th which is that saturday because a lot of them had their town meetings and stuff going on scheduled for the 14th and 15th or right around in there and they were postponing cancel they still hadn't had them they still haven't been allowed to have them so and there's some that, you know, they're not going to get to actually do their, approve their, you know, go to have their town meeting until like June or July or whenever this lets yeah, up. So we yeah. got really lucky to get everything yeah, done it's, on the it's 10th. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Even November is going to be interesting oh, because, yeah. you know, Milford's one of the largest polling places in New Hampshire because we have one right. polling place. Most communities that are much bigger than us, you know, have three or four districts or precincts. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, this November. is the first place I've ever but, been where it was just one, you know, one, we, you know, we yeah. went to the high school over where we lived in Virginia. That's where we went to vote. So, uh, and I'm used to that. And so, but I had, you know, I've, this is a unique style of government to me because like I said my first Saturday here in town was deliberative session. So that was <laughs> yep. our first Saturday in, in Milford. <laughs> Let's go to deliberative. So, Bap- Baptismal by what, fire. So you get to see how hard the job will be. So you go, oh, okay, well, everything, this is as hard as it gets. Everything else will be easy, right? Or just be, you know, when it's, when we're back to normal, it'd be a piece of cake. You know, everybody's just, yeah. So. Not, not, not yet. yet. No. So let, let, yeah, let's get back to just the, the, the logistics of town hall mm-hmm. operations. So I, I know a lot of stuff has gone on, but what in, in a nutshell, how's the operation? So the town hall itself is closed to the public in general. It right? is. So we, the yeah, doors well, are locked, I'm yeah, guessing. They are. So I didn't want to – we were trying to figure out, you know, how to phrase it. So I think on the website we call it uh, reduced public access. Because if you put closed up, people, mm-hmm. you know how people just read the headlines and say, oh, town hall's closed. We can't do anything. We didn't want the people to think right. that because we're still open for business. We want to – I mean, we're here to take care of the, the citizens here of Milford. So – we, people need to get their license plates renewed. They need to get married. So they need their license. They need to pay their, you know, their taxes. Like there's all this stuff that needs to get done, and we can't just shut down. So we did. So I th- want to say, starting on the 18th of March, 17th, 18th, we went to. All right. So it, to get in the building, it's appointment only. Everything else we'll do by phone, email. We put. Drop boxes in the little, you know, the breezeway off Amherst here, the, the, the side that faces, that's still open. So you can get in that one door, mm-hmm. but you just can't get in physically into the building after that. So, okay. and, you know, the town clerk is obviously the busiest because they do right. all the stuff they do. So they saw, obviously, that first week or 10 days, you know, the phone's ringing off the hook, you know, people are going, but it, it, it settled down. It's again, it's that first week, that first, I, that first week's usually the, I'm not sure how this is going to work period. And once people mm-hmm. kind of settle down again into the, I, I just call it the new normal. So they're in their new normal now right. and it's, oh, okay. 
right, we're good. I know how I got the grocery thing down now. I got my plates are good for another year. You know, they, they, they get all that stuff figured out. So we only do appointment only. So you have to, you know, there has to be a reason for you to come in. Uh, uh, the town clerk's done a, a, you know, a great job of doing everything she can and her staff to accommodate people uh, that need mm-hmm. our help. And, uh, but we're, again, you want to, you know, the whole thing is to, to reduce contact as much as possible. Uh, so we've done that people that can work from home, obviously they can work from home. Uh, we've had some people take advantage of that. Uh, we've had to shut down like recreation department was sort of hardest hit, I guess if you want to say, cause they, you know, they're doing a lot of stuff with our senior citizens and with, you know, basketball league and all this, that, and the other stuff. And obviously they had a lot, they had trips that they had planned on the books, mm-hmm. uh, and, and all these things So they're having to really, you know, cancel, postpone, do whatever they can. So they were really hard hit. So that's, that's tough. Um, and then, uh, you know, then the, the park situation, you know, we didn't, you know, the governor still hasn't closed state parks, so we didn't want to close ours because now that not only, you know, the weather's going to be getting nice, but you, you got to do something other than sit in your stare at four walls 24 seven. So exactly. we can, the parks are a safe way for people to get out of the house for a bit. You know, you don't want to, you know, obviously don't congregate in groups larger than 10 and don't congregate with anybody that's not living in your house with you, really. Uh, yep. Uh, so we're, you know, we're just in that. So there's, a, so we roped off the playground. We, we had to close down the skate park because that was becoming an issue. Uh, things we don't want to do. I mean, you, you want to make sure people have access to as much services as they can, but in this, you know, but you have to do that sort of risk management. So there's, there comes a, a line somewhere where it's like, all right, now it's not worth it anymore. It's too dangerous now. It's, it's too much cause of concern. So, you know, we, we tried to, we're doing the best we can. And uh, I know not everybody's happy with the skate park or, or, or this or that, but again, it's, you know, the, the times dictate sort of what we have to do. Exactly. Are you getting much pushback? Not you getting any angry. Not really. No? Uh, good. It's the, the people have been fantastic. Um, uh, uh, haven't really heard. I mean, usually, so we, we had to close, you know, had to lock up the skate park last week and they're like, you know, the only bad thing I heard was, well, you should have done it sooner. You know, it was, it was that sort of stuff. It was positive. It was, a, it was a, you know, it was a, a, a slap and a hug sort of thing. <laughs> so, uh, so no, but the, the people, we haven't got any angry phone calls. Why are you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? People have, they've been incredibly understanding. They're, you know, doing their part. Obviously, I mean, you, you can go out on a, I drove down to the park yesterday uh, to uh, to Keys just to kind of look and see. And there are people down there, yes, but they're all spread out. You know, a guy and his daughter are fishing over here, oh, you know, where the riprap mm-hmm. is, that first parking lot. And then, you know, there's a, a a little a family playing tennis. So it's just the husband and wife and their two little kids, and they're the only ones on the tennis court. So it was like that. So that's perfect. You know, you know, get out, stay within your your core family, the people already in your house. And, and everybody's keeping, yeah. you know, way far away. And it wasn't, you know. And there, I know the trails apparently have been really, really busy from everything from I've been reading and seeing and stuff. So, but I mean, it's April. It's just going to get, today's going to be 60 degrees and sunny outside. I mean, all the kids are out of school. So you have to have something for them to do. So we're, we're, we're trying to yeah. do the best we can. Yeah. My wife and my, my wife and I went for a walk yeah. yesterday and uh, we went, it was a decent walk all through town, but we went through like the trails behind I don't know if you call them trails, but behind the Boys and Girls yeah. Club and, and going into Keys and around the back of Keys. And uh, you're right. It's amazing how many people were out, but everybody was really good. And, you know, we'd be approaching on a trail 
another couple or something, and either they'd pause and go off sure. to the side and let us have a wide yeah. berth, and well, we'd do the same. So people are and trying. They are. Well, and I mean, uh, everybody understands what's at stake here. Uh, everybody knows it. So again, everybody's rowing in the same direction, and th- I mean, that's what you want to see. So the I I again I, I know I I said how awesome the the staff's been and the BOS, how awesome they've been, but the town itself, the people have been incredible. Uh, you you see them. Um, you know, you see the videos like, you know, on the Facebook pages and you see all the stuff and how they're patiently waiting to get in market basket now because they, they changed their rules up a little bit. I mean, uh, everybody's getting what they need. Yeah. It's just you just have to sort of change your routine a little bit. Once they get used, once you, you, your routine gets changed and you're used to it, it's that's your new routine. So it's not a you know, it's not a problem. Yeah. So now you uh, you can't say can't say enough about how great everybody's been about it. So what about the transfer station? So we we. They're working the same hours. We obviously we have volunteers that work there. They they're off right now. We you know we turn that off, uh, so we're limiting who's actually there. Uh, we did only so the volunteers that would be for like the still good yeah, shed. Is that things. what? Okay. So we're limiting how much you know. We don't want them there. They don't have to be there right now, uh, as far as the volunteers mm-hmm. go. So that was you know in you know talked with the director of public works and he and I talked and that was that's what he the direction he wanted to go and I fully support him. Uh, it's mm-hmm. again, it's that's his department to run, and uh, I, I think it was the right thing to do. And we we waited until it was the time to make that call, and then uh, that's when we made it. So, uh, so it's just so ours, ours, ours are, the same, are right? exactly or... the same. Yeah, somebody accidentally put up on the Facebook site, put a picture of the hours that were for like Christmas and posted them no. up because it, it just it was weird. The 24th lined up with the month, you know, the, like the Monday was the February 24th or whatever it is. So it's like no, no. That's okay. that's. I don't post on Facebook because it just gets you in trouble. But I did yep, post on that one. I was like, no, that's that's an old picture. Normals are the same. <laughs> hours are the same. And we then this. But there's, yeah, it's and then. So there's no recycling. Right. Now. That's what I was gonna say. So we're not doing like okay. separating because our guys are having to touch plastic bottles, cans. So trash. You know, if you look, you don't have to throw your recycling into the trash. You can hold on to it if you choose to do that. So if you want to make sure you're staying green and everything, that's fine. We just can't, we're not processing it right now. So we had, we do. But it is okay to put it in the yeah. trash. If someone wants to just put it in the yeah. trash, it's And okay. all that's, it's on our website, but that's what we're doing right now. So there's not, we're not having to handle, you know, recyclables and stuff because it's just in, you know, it's just another measure to protect the people that work for the town uh, and the, and the, mm-hmm. the, and the, the citizens themselves. So uh, yeah, it's a little thing, but um, I don't think we really heard, I didn't hear anything much about that other than people might not have known or when you first do something you might get a few calls because there's there's a right. you know so there's a change they weren't aware of but we we post everything it's online on the town website we make sure it goes on the milford residence page on facebook you know we put signs up so we're trying to make sure we get the word out um and we'll do that too okay. so like the next bos meeting is is going <laughs> to be done electronically because uh you know, we're allowed to do that now. They ease their right to know laws and how public meetings are held. So we're going to take advantage of that. So uh, that'll be going out. That is the agenda and everything will get posted just like it normally does on the town website. And they'll have the. It's going to be Zoom, I Zoom assume. telephone. Yeah. So uh, Zoom telephone. So you're not going to, the public can't participate I, over video. I, I'm still waiting on to get the final word on that because it might be too much. Okay. I don't know how that, I don't know how if say you have, you know, because usually I think I talked to, to Chris down in community media and, you know, say you get 400 people that want to 
try to video at the same time, it'll look a little weird. So I think it might just be that everybody can dial in. They can still see it. We're, our attention is still to broadcast like we usually do. Um, right. We, we still have to work the bugs out on that, make sure we're good to go. But we have a week from today until that, and I think there'll, there'll be some meetings beforehand. But, uh, you know. Yeah, I think Chris is going to try it on the school board he tonight. Is. I think. So that's that's the plan. Okay. So we'll, we'll see yeah. how it goes in this um, – like I said, I think the school's doing it the same way we, we might end up doing it, which is the, the board and anybody that has business before the board uh, can video in. And obviously then uh, everybody across town and anywhere else in the world, I guess for that matter, if you uh, can dial in, push the code in, and can hear everything and can talk and interact. So it's it's going to be a little a bit of a learning curve, obviously, because uh, we haven't done yep. one before. Oh, yeah. So. We'll obviously we'll ask for, you know, people's patience. Uh, you know, it's it'll be a little, little new to us, but we'll we'll we've uh, um, the board obviously they've all downloaded Zoom and they've practiced on where the buttons are and all that, you know all the fun stuff like that. So it'll it'll look different, but it's in essence it'll be the same. It's just we're just using different medium, obviously to, to hold the meeting. So presumably we'll do this for all public meetings yes. if if we get the bugs worked. Yeah, out. we'll get the bugs worked because other towns are doing it, so we can. You know, we we'll take their best practices and put them into effect here. Uh, so a lot of a lot of people are using Zoom or, or something very similar to it. So, um, and again, uh, so mm-hmm. zoning planning. I know they're planning. Uh, library trustees will probably, you know, jump on board too. And uh, they, as you know, they sort of ease the statutory requirements as the board meetings and stuff like that. they and uh, different things of that nature. But we're going to try to do these. We can't just not have these meetings. So. Um, I, so it looks like April will have normal meeting schedules as, as much as we can, if, especially for, you know, the ones that you really need to have, like Board of Selectmen, the zoning, planning, those things. Yep. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, so let's see. Uh, so DPW, everything normal at DPW? No, no cutbacks? No, no cutbacks. So uh, obviously, we were lucky enough, our town budget's been approved. So, you know, they have, yeah. you know, there's everything that Rick had scheduled. I guess there's nothing, yeah. There's nothing they're doing that really would be impacted, no. I guess. You know, our DPW has not been affected um, very much by this. I mean, obviously, we want our guys to take precautions. They're out, you know, whether whatever they're doing, you know, if they're out paving roads or having to uh, to take care of the parks or cemetery or, or anything else. Uh, so our guys are mm-hmm. out in town, but luckily they they don't have to have a, a huge interaction with the public when they're out there. But uh, but we're you know we're they're you know, they fall in with me, you know, they're up there with the first responders. These are our guys. They're, you know, uh, tip of the spear for lack of a better phrase, but you know, they're out in contact with the public sometimes. And, you know, you gotta, the, the goal is to make sure they're as safe as possible and they have everything they need from us or for me specifically mm-hmm. and, from the, and the board feels the same way to make sure they have everything they need to, to not only do their job, but do it safely. Yeah. Perfect. So, okay, real quick, just going forward, I, I don't know whether you've even had the, the cycles to think about mm-hmm. this yet, but I'm guessing there's going to be an economic slowdown that will probably affect town revenues. Have, have you have oh, yeah. you been able to start thinking about oh, that well, yet? Of course. Yeah, that's, that's of course, it's one of the first things you sort of look at. So there's a, everything that's COVID-19 related is when town expenses they put out early on. So there's a, a 75% reimbursement. So finance uh, talked with uh, our finance director and he's obviously sent what he needed out to the department to say start tracking this so so there's mm-hmm. that reimbursement now as far as uh there's 
some state revenue that we get and I, it's from the hotels and it's got a name and I, it's escaping right now now the the meal the room and meal tax thank you so that obviously we get a piece of that so that right. of course is going to be affected so i don't know how the, as will motor vehicle well, registration no, that's a huge part of the revenue they can still do registration though cuz they've been doing registration well i know but i'm thinking if the i'm thinking in terms of if there's an economic downturn oh, people stop will buying cars buying that cars. that part will will hit us so I, I don't know what that number looks like. Uh, I mean, we've been doing, like I said, that first week or so, they were doing car tags like gangbusters because everybody was, was calling in yeah. and doing it online. So uh, the new cars. Yeah, I'm just remembering back to 2008. I, in 2008, I rem- remember there was a huge was drop the, off in motor vehicles. Was that the recession or just H1N1? That was yeah. the same time as H1N1. That was the recession. That was the great recession. Yeah, that's when um, my house I bought two years earlier all of a sudden wasn't worth as much as it was, as it was when I bought it. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just going to say that when you know when the when there's an economic downturn, people stop buying cars. Some people can't pay their taxes, so so you have a downtick in in people, sure. you know, delaying their tax payments and things like that, and uh, and you know it can have an impact. Well, obviously. It, it, it can, and it probably will. I, I don't know what that's going to look like yet. So uh, will we see less revenue from the state than we normally do? Well, the answer is yes, obviously mm-hmm. we will, because the hotels are closed down. Now, however, just be- usually in a bad year, you don't have the state getting $1.25 billion either from the federal government to help out with that. So I don't know, are they going to, are we going right. to be made whole by for that, or it'll help, you know, a lot or just help a little. We don't know what that's going to look like yet, but uh, yeah. So we're already looking at that. So, you know, are we going to have to uh, adjust a little bit down the road? I probably. Uh, so, okay. you know, this really, so it's the, since we're the, our fiscal year lines up with the calendar year here. Um, so January was pretty normal, you know, nobody, you know, as far as travel and that sort of stuff goes, it's still winter, but uh so really you're looking at the, the months you're going to be hurt. It's going to really that second quarter of the year. So that's April, May, April, right. May, June, right? So second quarter, obviously we're going to take a hit, but what if we come out of this and I don't know what the time frame. I'm just making this time frame up, but everything is, we're a lot better and, you know, they're starting to ease sort of the restrictions in say July, August, or even September, you know, whenever that might be. So is, you know, we're going to do gangbusters the last quarter of the, the last two quarters, last quarter and a half, and it makes up for that. So, you know, we're, we, we do the best it can. So, you know, we, we anticipate the worst, uh, you know, what we may or may not have to, to cut or what, you know, what our revenues might dip to. Uh, and the board obviously will, will will make sure that they have that information and they'll they'll make a decision on, on uh, how they want to proceed. Uh, so, uh, again, it's not my – that's not my decision. My, my decision is just to give the board any and all information and to answer questions – uh, the the best we can for them, and then they'll come to you know the right decision, the best decision for the town. Um, but I, I yeah, we don't know what that's going to look like. It, I think we'll have a better answer once the state kind of figures out how that money is going to get distributed around. Good, good. So before before we kind of start wrapping yep. up, is there anything else that I didn't say about this COVID nineteen stuff that that you would want to say? Not that I can think. Of. I think we covered most of it. So. Uh, Again, we're kind of like I said, we're in that uh, we've we've been doing this long enough now uh, that it's uh, we're, we've kind of all the questions that may have popped up, except for the odd one here or there, we've kind of already uh, somebody's brought it to our attention or, or we've been able to address it. So uh, I think we're good on COVID nineteen. 
it's, you know, we're just waiting to see how much longer we'll be sort of how this, I mean, I know they're talking right now that, uh, you know, the, the surge or we're going to hit the, you know, the, the top of the curve at some point this week or next. Yeah. Soon. So, yeah. It's, you know, I, I just hope people understand this when you, just because the curve starts going back down there's no reason, you know, don't, don't think we're done. We, we got to get it all the way down to the back to where it was. So it's just being on the backside is good, but it's still going to be, you know, I'm, I, I've told the staff here is like, look, just plan on, plan on June, at the earliest, mm-hmm. sort of maybe being able to start going back to something that looks sort of normal. Not that June's going to be the day, but uh, I know the governor's only done it to May fourth, but uh, I, I don't see, you know, you would think that it's going to be at least yeah. they'll add on to that as they need to. Yeah, I know the, the one of the things the governor said. Um, I think it was Sununu. Well, might have been Massachusetts Baker. I, yeah. I don't, you know, you, they all blur sure. together. But that the, that May fourth date was actually picked because it was the end of the April vacation for schools. Oh, was it? Yeah. To keep because they want to keep all the dates up to uh, up together. Yeah. You know, in other words, they're, they're gonna if that gets moved, it's gonna get moved because the schools decide to stay closed longer. I, you know, and that's that's why that's what they were waiting yeah, for. I. I but that that's just a, I mean me personally you know. I don't see I don't see them going back right I mean it's I I mean I feel sorry for, I feel sorry for the seniors and the, the, the you know the, the seniors playing on the the sports teams and the you know they don't get they might not get to walk for graduation I mean I guess you could always hold graduation you know later in the year but I mean that stinks for those guys I, re, I mean I yeah, feel sorry for them it is but yeah I agree with you I don't see why no, they why would, would at you? this point why would you why would you go back yeah, it's, it's it's not worth the risk I mean because what do you come back for a month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly, and it's it's gonna be chaotic. I mean, the only thing I'd like to see them be able to do, I mean, is is at some point hold a graduation of some sort. Uh, I mean, that's you know that's a milestone. You know, getting to walk at your high school graduation is is a big deal. You don't realize it at the time, other than oh, I'm graduating and where's the party tonight kind of deal. But I mean, that's no when I went when I graduated. But uh, yeah, it's a big deal. And you you know your parents, you know the families that have sacrificed and done all this stuff and made sure you could get to that point it's just as much for them i mean you know mom and dad want to see you walk across the aisle you know across that stage yep. too so hopefully it'll be able, you know I, and, I haven't talked to her about the the schools about that but i'm sure they're that's up in their their mind too trying to figure out how to do that that would be a really good like almost like cathartic yeah. kind of end to it all like if they decide this is going to go to you know august 1st yeah. or whatever have the graduation then, and that will kind of be the coming out, yep. coming out party for the yeah, town. And because, uh, it why not? As, again, that may be a perfect time to do it. Now, the problem is they're going to start running if, if, if and when you know, you know, these kids are going to go to college. You got to get them before they're. Yeah. I don't know when the colleges start around here, and I know they're all different, but usually it's you know mid-August somewhere in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you got to have to catch them before that, I guess. Uh, but I, you know, yeah. hopefully they'll be able to do something. I, I know they're thinking about it. I know it's the parents are thinking about it because they, you know, they wanted as much as anybody else. And you know, I know the kids are too. So, okay, good. So before we leave, if you don't mind, I want to do a quick what I call lightning round. I'm going to ask you a okay. bunch of one just simple questions, one word answers, just to kind of like peek in to see who you are. And okay, just go from there. All right, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate. Your favorite season fall coffee or tea tea what's your favorite band or musician sting police nice uh apple or android apple what's your favorite book favorite book wow uh, the john and adam book was really good that uh, what, what what was that 
John Adams. I'm trying to think. Oh. And oh, like the uh, founding brothers yeah, or something yeah, the like that. Or... There was also another one uh, called uh, by Richard Wright called uh, "Black Boy" that I read uh, for a history class in college. It was really good. No, cool. Favorite vacation spot: Jackson Hole, Wyoming. No, or Disney World. My wife will want me to say Disney World, but I really like Jackson. But we do go to Disney quite a bit. My wife loves it down there. We were actually were supposed to go in January, but I... we got the job here, so we were driving here instead of going there. And obviously you can't go now. We'll go back next year, guaranteed. We already had tickets, so we have to use those tickets at some point. But yeah. So we'll, is there, what about a vacation spot that you've never been to? Never been to? I'd love to go to Germany. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've, that's the, cool. I got to travel a lot of places uh, when I was in the service. So I uh, flew into like Ramstein, but other than being at the terminal in Germany, which doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> on the way back from uh, from Afghanistan, we stopped off there. But uh, I, I think Germany just uh, would be neat. I've been to, to you know Ireland and the UK. Scotland would be awesome too. I haven't been to Scotland yet, so that'd be fun. Or uh, up to Norway and Finland and all those. So there's a lot of places I'd still love to go. Great. All right. Well, I guess this is probably a good place to wrap up. Okay. Thanks, John. I think this went well. I appreciate. It. I don't. I don't uh, think I said anything. Uh, controversial or it's gonna get me nah. any hot water with any <laughs> no nope, i, I watched nope. my watch my language and everything, so <laughs> no it went really well well i appreciate the opportunity well, yeah and thanks thank you actually thank you for everything you've been doing and and, and uh, j- just the fact that i uh, i didn't know the answers to all these questions i asked meant that you guys are doing a good job because the you know the, the ship is is moving yeah so that's a so that's a good thing that's like a good I said, thing. yeah it's again it's a it's uh, testament to the staff that uh, works here for the town they've done a they're fan fantastic job uh, putting the right people in the right spots great great thanks all right i also want to thank chris gentry who's our gtm media manager chris has been our remote audio engineer for this episode our theme music was written and performed by kevin mcleod at incompetech.com you can subscribe to this podcast on apple podcasts spotify google Podcasts, or most major podcasting apps you can also stream directly from Granite Town Media's podcast page at milford.nh.gov slash community media. As always, we welcome any and all feedback or suggestions that you may have for future episodes. We invite you to go to the Granite Town Media Facebook page and leave us a comment on our podcast page at soundcloud.com. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you join us again for another episode of Inside Milford.